Good morning, folks. Welcome along. Good to see you. Got a few of the early birds in the house. Hey, good morning, Alex. How are you today? Got a couple of the Facebook users behind the veil. Whoever you are, morning to you. Good to see you. Welcome, folks. Great to have you here. A little sneezy. Hey, good morning, Tim. Good to see you. Well, things are warming up, folks. Do the intros as we always do. Welcome to our wonderful Wednesday. Chris is in the house as well. How are you, Chris? Good to see you, mate. Good to have you on this morning. Uh, you guys know the drill, Jason, with my name. But if you didn't already know, there you go. Now you do. If you're new, say hello. Let us know. We've had a few newbies in the past couple of weeks, which is awesome. You might be new to our coaching and mentoring program. Uh, so that's great. If you are, say hello in the chat below and uh, get involved in uh, this morning's catch-up. What do we do? We get together about 10 past 8 each weekday and we talk about property investing. Around here we have a few sayings. We've got a few sayings. Buy well, don't sell. The idea is buy good property and keep it for as long as you need to uh, for it to work, for it to do its thing. Uh, we're not. I'm not a big fan of buying and selling stuff uh, as a wealth creation strategy. Sometimes you might need to sell uh, strategically, but for the most part, folks, it's buy something that you would be happy to own for 20 to 30 years. If you don't know if that's the type of property that you want to own, then you should get some support and help and understanding and some knowledge before you do, because uh, it's pretty important to go the distance, folks. That's the drill. Uh, and, you know, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time. If you've popped along to find out about get rich quick uh, tips, well, this is not the place. This is not the place. I don't have any. I'm not that interested, to be honest. And uh, uh, if you do have some, uh, go somewhere else and share them. <laughs> anyway, that might sound a bit harsh, but hey, listen, been property investing 21 years myself, helping thousands and thousands, well over 10,000 actually across Australia. And New Zealand property investors, get their mojo on to go the distance. Morning, Cole. Um, and uh, along the way, I've seen a few things, folks. Seen a few things. Hey, good morning, Jason. Good name you've got there. I like it. <laughs> Thanks for joining, mate. Fantastic to have you here. Make sure you subscribe or get the notifications or whatever. We do it each morning. It's about 10 past eight. And there's usually a few little uh, tidbits as we go along. So. Uh, Fantastic to have you here, mate. Welcome along. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's get into it this morning, folks. Hey, morning, Alison. Hope the uh, Northern Territory is treating you well. Uh, let's let's get into it this morning. So, talking about what drives growth, right? Uh, most of you would know if you've been around a little while. Sam has what's called the Forex Growth Plan. The drivers of growth, not only capital growth, but rental growth. But today we're going to talk about <clears throat> the four drivers of capital growth. Uh, when uh, we purchase properties, we buy the real estate, we want a couple of things to happen, right? We want the income to be able to go up over time, uh, cover the cost of the property, eventually maybe reduce the debt, and then have a positive cash flow left over to put some in our pocket so we can draw some passive income. Fantastic. That's a slow burn often, uh, you know, a dollar at a time. Uh, however, capital growth can happen a lot quicker in uh, metric volume. I don't know if that's even the right description, but 
you know, in, in paper dollars, your values can rise a lot quicker, you know, 50, 80, 100, $200,000 in value rise a lot quicker than your cash flow can, which is always nice, which is always fantastic. Morning, Stephen. How are you, mate? Fritz is in the house. Fritz, how are you, mate? Um, it's always great to have your properties grow in value. Makes you feel good. It's a little bit warm and fuzzy, but really at the end of the day, you guys know the drill. Capital growth in the early days is for creating more deposits for the next properties. And I did a bit of a, I did a bit of a, a live on that one the other day. So make sure you go back and check it. So let's have a look at what are the four drivers. If you guys know, uh, put it in the chat for me. Morning, Brad. What are the four drivers that, and uh, you might uh, have Sam stuff hanging around or you might remember it. What are the four stages, four styles of, of energy in the market that drive capital growth, property value, folks? And Sam sort of crunched them. Um, anyone know what they are? Chuck them in the chat. This first driver, you can drive sort of 10 to 20% if you get that one right. The second driver, adds sort of 20 to 30% in the kind of overall scheme of things. The third driver, it's the big driver. It's the big kahuna. 70% um, or more of the property's value into the future uh, and uh, what we call the overdrivers, the things that drive it more than you would expect, folks, uh, over and above. So uh, Cole's got one there in there, which is great, which is location, location for sure. The location of your property is important. We all know this. You know, what do they say? Location, location, location. Uh, it's kind of true. Uh, not necessarily exactly, but it, it certainly is part of the puzzle, folks, as we go along. Um, the first part, yep, we've got market. The, the overall market, the big mover, folks, the big, big mover. Listen, if you think, if you think you're going to do anything significant to a piece of real estate as a buy and hold investor, if you're a if you have significant amounts of money to add value, um, then then uh, it that's not what I'm talking about. This is buy and hold property investing for the medium to long term future. The deal itself, folks. The deal. When I do a deal, what can I do at the beginning with that deal for it to pop? for equity to grow fast as possible, deal, location, market. And this is what Sam calls behavior, the behavior drivers, okay? Uh, and Brad, you know, that uh, behavior or gentrification would be in that market behavior stuff, yeah, you know, um, as, we, as we go. What, what can you do to the deal? What about the location? What about the market? What what the behavior? Now, Sam has done plenty of podcasts on this, folks. So if you want to go and have a look at a, a bit of a deep dive, a, a drill into the this information a little bit further in detail, then make sure you track down his um uh track down his podcast. But let's go through these things. We purchase a property. How can we make the the deal pop, folks? How can we make uh, a good decision in the beginning? So put it in the chat if you think you know what might be able to happen or what, what you can do. What can you do with the deal um, it, uh, as you go along? Now, uh, there's an easy way to make some, make some money um, in the world of property and property investing. Uh, and uh, I've done this one plenty of times. You can buy a property 
at a market discount. Market discount. If you purchase something 10% under value, then you can immediately create some equity. Now, whether the banks and the valuers recognize that equity in the beginning, um, it usually takes a year or two. But let's uh, that's exactly what happens. You know, let's say for for uh, uh, for an example right now, folks, if you if you've popped along to mentoring, Sam presented a, a deal. Uh, you guys know uh, just recently that um, is between fifteen and twenty five percent under market value right now, and he showed you the per square meter rate and the construction costs of other buildings around it. Uh, and this property, you can purchase 20% under market value. So if you buy it, let's say for, let's say 700,000 or uh, you know whatever it is, if you, if you buy it for a million, let's just use that for a round number so I can get it right. If you buy it for a million today, it's market value today is 1.2, all right? Easiest way to do it, buy properties at a discount uh, and you can uh, you can uh, gain the reward, okay? Number two, uh, at, so add value, all right? So what do we mean by add value? Yeah, boom, Tim's on it, perfect. Good work, Tim. Add value, you can, you can renovate, you could subdivide a piece of land, uh, you could knock down, rebuild, this is the add value world of a secondhand piece of real estate. A secondhand piece of real estate, and you do something to it, folks. All right, um, which is which is fantastic. I, I like um, the idea of adding value uh, into the future. For me, I prefer to buy brand new to begin with, and then I add value later on with uh, other stuff. But um, you know, um, you can do it at the beginning. You right um, as we as we go. Right, so. Uh, here's the drill, right? So, um, how else can you do it? Like, what, what can you do? You can, you can, um, you can use time. You can use time to grow a deal. What do I mean by that? You know, uh, we've got many of our clients truckloads. I'll just just use an example of one of mine. Uh, you can buy a property in a great location in a great market with heaps of behaviour with with built in future. But you can buy time. I bought a, a great property off the plan. Actually, a, um, a, a great property off the plan. And um, it's gone up close to half a million dollars using time over time, all right, which is fantastic. The other one that I did, I built a house. Uh, and again, you know, uh, has gone up $400,000 over the time that it take, took me to build the property, all right? You can use time in the beginning, in the early stages to build and push Yep, exactly, Tim. You can use off the plan if the if the deal and the markets, uh, you know, going to um, going to work that way for sure. So time, uh, and then um, Brad put it in there before. You can do things like JVs and develop and and whatever. Now Sam's drilled into drilled into these things in much more detail. But if you want to sort of know a bit more about that, go and check out what what uh, Sam has listed out in his podcast. All right. But you can do a deal at the beginning, and this usually this is usually in the first sort of twelve to thirty six months, folks, of 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 a deal of of making building your property portfolio. Okay, building your property portfolio when it comes to um, this sort of stuff. Okay, yep, <laughs> exactly, Steve. You know, it you make what do they say? You you make your money when you buy, and and that's kind of true uh, in 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 certain circumstances when it comes to you know, 
if you don't buy a deal, you won't end up making any money. So, you know, let's get on with it. Stephen's like Stephen's right, you know, snooze you lose. Get on with it. Let's do a deal. So the location, what 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 sort of location are we talking about? In different cities, if in different states, there are things that are going on, right? Um, and Sam's got um a few of them, right? So he, he says there's an emerging market, an emerging market, um, uh, competition markets, which is like low supply. Um, you've got um, your, I'm trying to see it here, aspirational markets. So these different markets inside of different, um, uh, different locations or different cities uh, drive things as well. The NIMBY market, right, NIMBY. Uh, in here. So emerging market, what's an emerging market mean? An emerging market means on the edges of cities, um, there's there's a new area growing. Let's give let's give you an example of a an emerging market in um, in Brisbane. So Springfield, brand new city being built on the edge of 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 Brisbane, that's an emerging market, right? So that market started at you know houses for 400. And now you're seeing houses in there in the one and a half, two million dollars. Right, emerging market, completely away from a existing market, um, and has has grown. Uh, a competitive market. If you go to places, let's say within twenty kilometers of the CBD of Brisbane, twenty kilometers of the CBD of Brisbane, try and buy a house. Holy dooly, like it's it's extremely competitive, right? So there's lots of buyers, not too many sellers. You know that that area is. Um, that area is accelerating, okay? An aspirational market. What's an aspirational market? Well, you know, just outside that 20K or the 30K uh, zone are markets where it's the next step up for, you know, um, the demographic, okay? So it's not the bottom of the um, affordability, it's the next step up. The, the, the next aspiration for that demographic and and these aspirational markets happen on the edges of or surrounding already quite established markets. You can see, you know, someone aspiring to to be able to live in Newstead, but you know they'll build uh, that they'll buy on the edge of Newstead because they can't afford it, right? Some things like that. And NIMBY, not in my backyard. Again, this is kind of like um you know with that uh, competition market. NIMBY is more uh, and around. The market has very little development in there, very little new. Uh, and Sam loves this all the time. Sam finds, you know, this is the only development that's been done in this NIMBY market for the last 11 years, right? And, and like, let's get on this one. It's the only one here, right? So those things. So those locations are going to drive as well, right? So you do a deal, you get the location right, um, and we're going to drive um you know, drive value, drive wealth as we go along. All right. So, um, and uh, let's have a look at the market. What what's the market doing? You know, you guys have seen this before. The pie. You know, population, um, infrastructure, and, and employment. All right. Okay. Uh, are these places? Um, are these places? Uh, economically viable for a long-term future? Where are you putting your money? Is the population growing? Is there plenty of investment from the government and the state and the, the government? And uh, are there lots of jobs? Because if people don't get jobs and they don't get pay rises, they can't pay you more money for your property, right? So 
uh, that that's uh, a big big drivers uh, in in that sort of stuff as you go. All right, um, and you know one of the other market factors is timing and time in, folks. So time ing and time in the market. All right. If you have a look at this sort of stuff, you know you're going, you know, 36 months to. I don't know, I'm going to I'm going to use years now, three years to seven years in in location, and then you know seven uh, seven years to you know 15 years. You know, market will drive it, um, and you know the last but not least, the driver, which which you know for a lot of us, we want to make sure we're in line to receive um, growth from this. This is about behaviours, all right? But about behaviours. This is about um, you know, locations that, um, you know, are near the water and I get to, um, Sam calls it like, you know, you know, third space. You know, if if I can live in a house and I can walk to the beach and, and I can walk to a cafe and a restaurant and I can walk to public transport, that behaviour, that human behaviour, that need for that stuff um, is going to, um, you know, going to accelerate stuff, right? So, um, you know, what are those things for you, for me, for for your future? Is there behavioural things that um, that are going to drive an, an over an over um, interest in your property? You know, which is the combination of kind of these two plus some special stuff: the property itself, its design, its um, you know, you know, it's a it's three bed with two garage instead of three bed with one garage, those sorts of things, right? So, and there's plenty more. There's plenty more in this, folks. So I encourage you to go find Sam's podcast on the Forex Growth Strategy. He does like an hour and 10, hour and 20 on it, all right? So he dives deep into it, um, which is uh, which is, um, which is awesome, all right? Um, everyone, yeah, Aussies love the water. Exactly, Luke. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely obsessed with the water. Yeah, and 23k now is um, you know, that's uh, that's close to Brizzy <laughs> these days, Allison. Uh, all good. All right, folks. Yeah, proximity, McDonald's. You, you know, it's not such a funny idea. You know, like if you're close to the shops, like you know, how how far is it to the takeaway uh, shops and uh, a regular uh, a regular supermarket? Right. It's it's so true, David. It's so true. Especially for rental too, folks. Especially for rentals. All right, that's it from me today, ladies and gents. Um, done and dusted. Join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat if you're up for it. We do it about 10 past eight. Appreciate you all joining. Fantastic to have you here. Um, done and dusted for today. Remember, buy well, don't sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. That's, that's what we talk about around here. Good to have you here, folks. Thanks for joining. That's it from me. Adios, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.